I just wanted to share with you what's happened to me in the past couple of weeks. The biggest, biggest event of which is I was one of the first actors to work on a network television set on a show since production began to be production again here in Los Angeles. And my experience was interesting and amazing and lovely. And I thought I'd share it with you in this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. If you blinked, you missed me last week on Access Hollywood when they ran a story about how Hollywood and other production centers are dealing with the post-initial COVID uh, shutdown. Um, Studios were shut down for months when the pandemic began, and after some study and some very deep planning and some very smart people got together and said, hey, we could produce if we did this, 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 and this with the cooperation of the networks and the studios and the unions, uh, both the production unions and the performance unions, uh, the crew unions and the actor unions, and... I was really fortunate to get a phone call the day production began again and said, hey, could you come in for a day's work on such and such a show? Now, my non-disclosure agreement with that show, I, I don't quite understand how this all works. I do understand how non-disclosure agreements work, but I've kind of been outed already because Access Hollywood did an episode or, or did a story during one of their episodes last week about the very scene that I shot on this particular show because it was an intimate scene. Now, before you get sick to your stomach, I wasn't being intimate with anybody, but I was an observer and no, it wasn't one of those kind of scenes either. Um, anyway, they, they showed how they put this whole scene together. And I can tell you this just in general, without mentioning the show or the network or what I did or what they did, um, I was a uh, part of a three actor scene where two actors were having a relationship issue and I was an observer slash participant. The two actors kiss in the scene. I don't kiss anybody, but I am shown to observe that kiss. And again, forgive me for being so cryptic because they don't want me to talk about it until the day before the show uh, airs. That's what it says. And yet... They did a story on Access Hollywood in which my face appeared very briefly. And, you know, I said one of my lines very briefly. So I'm trying to I'm trying to follow my NDA, but also tell you what happened. So imagine a triangle of me and two other actors, right? I can see both of them. They can see me, but mostly they're paying attention to each other. And at the end of the scene, they kiss. And how that happened was covered in very, very clear detail in the Access Hollywood uh, story, which I would send you to if I could find an on-demand way of saying, hey, go to this link and you can watch that particular uh, night's airing of Access Hollywood and this particular story. But I can't find anything anywhere. If you find something, please let me know. Uh, but they're not on on-demand on my on my cable, my, my U-verse. Uh, I can't find it on the web. I So and let me just describe what, what happened. Um, male, female, me. This is how this is all set up. Male, 
female facing each other. When the kiss occurred, they shot the male actor kissing not another, not the actress involved, but a mannequin. And they shot from behind the mannequin, so you could see kind of the mannequin's hair and the dress that was matched with the actress's dress. And you could see mostly the actor's face, and so you got kind of the notion that the actor was kissing the actress. Uh, then, this is even more interesting, when the actress, when they shot her angle, the actress was kissing what appeared to be a live human being. And it was, but it wasn't the actor that had been cast in the, the show. It was the actress's husband, who happened to be the same height as the actor in the show. And they dressed him up in the same outfit with a wig that matched the actor's hair. And so that particular thing, that particular shot from over his shoulder was with a live human being. And it was just fascinating. We, whenever we weren't on camera, were feeding lines to the other actors. When I was on camera, they did nice tight close-ups. I don't even think they did any dirty shots, uh, meaning shots where a mannequin would have been in, uh, in the shot. And the social distancing that we all engaged in was covered by a COVID coordinator, a COVID safety officer on set. At one point, one of the camera people's uh, cable pullers, the people that keep the camera from rolling over cables, got a little too close to me and the COVID coordinator stepped in and moved him away and kept the distance between us. So there's somebody observing. From the moment I arrived at the set, from the moment I pulled in uh, at the drive-through gate, I was, uh, I was, my temperature was taken. I was uh, surveyed about whether or not I'd come into contact with anybody with COVID in the last, you know, 14 days. Um, I was told to keep wearing my mask no matter what. Uh, when I went through um, uh, makeup, my makeup artist, lovely makeup artist, was wearing full PPE. So not only a mask and a face shield, but also uh, clothing covering a, a, a suit. Um, uh, you know, one of those suits that you see in the shots of hospitals that they do is almost like a, um, uh, a dress, uh, a surgical gown. And, uh, she also said, please be careful when you put your mask on to pick it off in a particular way that wouldn't move any of the makeup. There wasn't much makeup, but they did have some. And I was touched up on set as well with throwaway brushes, like the moment that the onset makeup person touched me up, uh, she disposed of her brush. So there wasn't even any reuse of that. Uh, costuming, wardrobe, was on me. And I got paid a little extra for doing it. It's called a wardrobe bump. I brought my own suit, my own crazy loud tie, because that's what the character called for, uh, my own shirt, pants, shoes, everything. And I brought a number of selections that I had sent them pictures of the night before, and they disinfected them with a steamer and then selected the ones that they wanted me to wear, brought them to my dressing room and left them on the door outside the dressing room and then knocked on the door. And they told me they were going to do all this. This was all in the, uh, in the note that I got from casting. And this was not something that I had to audition for. This was an offer. So... Uh, the casting director simply called up and offered me the part. And 
that was lovely. I didn't have to do any at-home auditioning. And I'm like, hey, I could do that if you want me to. But no, it was just an offer. From the moment it all started to the moment it finished up, it was really comforting to know that the union, the production office, the cast, the crew, everybody worked in unison to make these safety protocols fit both the health requirements and the production requirements of the show. And I will be able to tell you probably on the 11th of August, because the show, the episode's supposed to air on the 12th, I'll be able to tell you what the name of the show is, where it is, what network it's on, how to see it here in the States anyway. It is a worldwide distributed show, so eventually it will go to other countries. So if you're watching this uh, in another country where this particular show is popular, you'll be able to see it at some point. It's not a big part. It was maybe, if, if, if everything was normal, it probably would have taken about a half an hour to shoot, all told. Um, it took slightly longer than that. Uh, they did have their, they must have done some rehearsals in terms of how people moved around. Uh, I'm talking crew-wise, camera. Uh, it was a multi-cam shoot. <laughs> Excuse me. Camera, uh, grips, uh, sound. The sound guy uh, was, you know, showing me how he had wiped everything down. And, and so there was a lot of disclosure as well as really important and... Uh, particular approaches to things. So I felt safe. And interestingly enough, it didn't get in the way of my acting. Because so much goes on in a set anyway that can distract you from your acting. But even all that, even though I was fascinated with all that and I was actually making mental notes so that I could make this video, um, they, they didn't distract me from the acting. Now, the acting wasn't particularly stressful or demanding. But at the same time, you still have to remember all the things that you need to do as an actor. Whether or not you've spent most of the time in your dressing room, on set, at the studio, walking the hallways, going from a set to uh, where you uh, are headed, uh, wearing a mask, and in my case, glasses. Um, it was just a really interesting thing, and it's the new normal. It's what's going to be happening everywhere, no matter what. And producers and editors and directors are going to be coming up with really interesting ways of cutting scenes together so it doesn't look like there was a mannequin or a sex doll because they're using sex dolls for really intimate scenes. Um, uh, or significant others, you know, where the, the actor or actress who has a husband or a significant other who resembles the scene partner, the actual actor who's a scene partner, and can step in for them there's going to be all kinds of cool things. It's not going to be CGI, I don't think, although who knows. Um, but for the most part, it was just a fascinating thing. Happy to answer any questions that you have. I may have to be cryptic about my answers leading up to the air date. But once that happens, then you can also certainly, if you're watching this after that, you can certainly ask as well. And I will update the show notes once I can with the name of the show, the network, uh, etc., um, but it was fascinating, and it was kind of cool to be one of the first actors back. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Are you scared to go on set? Are you scared to go in studio in terms of voice work? Are you scared, or are you cool? Because with voiceover, we do almost all of our work from home, and more and more of that work that we would go to a studio for, we are applying technology to do from home. So, having said all that, tell me what your thoughts are. Are you trying to figure out how you're going to continue 
to be an actor, to be a voice talent in this uh, COVID uh, uh, normalized world where we still haven't solved the problem, likely not going to for quite some time. What are your biggest challenges? What have you been thinking about? What is What makes you curious about this? Let me answer questions about how things work on set. I'm pretty familiar with, you know, with my union activity and also talking with the people involved in creating the protocols on the production side of things, on the show's staff. Um, I have a pretty interesting insight into how all those things were put together. The testing, the, and by the way, I had to go get tested and that was um, interesting. I mean, you see it all the time on television and clearly the vast majority of Americans have not been tested. And so it's kind of like, huh, I wonder what's that like to have that thing shoved up your nose. Well, there's what it's like. Um, uh, and was cleared and there was a little nervousness about getting cleared in time to work on set. Uh, they actually had to reschedule my shoot a little bit because of the, the testing results not being back as quickly as they had thought they would be. What is it that maybe has you thinking? What has, what, what can I answer for you? Let me know in the comments below. Please, if you're going to give me a comment, do so on VOHeroes.com where this uh, video will live, uh, not necessarily on YouTube, because that's where the conversation really gets interesting because it's Mike Tribe and actors and voice talent that follow what we do here. Uh, so let me know. I, I'd be thrilled to answer the questions for you. And uh, it gives me hope that we are not going to all be sitting around twiddling our thumbs forever. Uh, and in fact, we'll actually be able to get back to work. So I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th. I thank you so much for watching and for listening, and I'll see you next time.